Hey all, this is the Flip-Flop Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Thrapp, an entrepreneur who turned my love of travel into a career. Travel is not just a hobby, it's a way of life. Making it happen can be tough. I'm here to offer practical advice to make travel more achievable. This isn't just about my journey, it's about inspiring you to pursue adventure and explore the world on your terms. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Flip Flop Experience. I'm Marla Watson here with our wonderful hostess, the adventurous herself, Leah Thrapp. Hello, Leah. Hey, Marla. I'm super excited about our fun guests. My dear friend Lauren and her daughter Stella are here in the studio with us today. Ladies, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having us. Thank you. So glad to have you here. So I know you guys are childhood besties, but... We've got a little bit. You've got a nice little resume yourself. You're a writing instructor. You're the volunteer and adoption coordinator at the Lipizzan Rescue Foundation, which kind of has something to do with that special trip we're going to talk about here in just a little bit. Yes, ma'am. That is just so fantastic. And then Miss Stella is a young adventurer and a horse enthusiast herself. Yes. So you have a really cool life. You do... What I would say is a lot of people's dream job from the time they're a child, which is work with horses. Absolutely. It's a gift, and it's something I try to never take for granted. But I've always been an equestrian and around horses my whole life. So it's something I never grew out of that little girl who wanted a pony phase. I joke around that I still ask Santa every Christmas for a pony. Just just have to. I'm pretty Um, sure every Christmas you do get a pony. (laughs) Kind of. (laughs) Kind of. But also working with the the rescue is very helpful in that. But... um, after I became a mom, I decided that I was going to be mom first, and we homeschool our children. And on the side, I do riding lessons, as you said. Um, I also train horses, too. So in addition to my volunteer work with the rescue. Always following your passion, for sure. Yes, it's good stuff. I taught Leah when she was younger. We taught, you know, I taught her how to ride. We'd go on rides all the time because we met in eighth grade. That's true. Lauren likes to tell Justin that he owes her the credit for all the outdoorsiness that I came with when he met me because she definitely added a whole outdoorsy element that didn't exist before where I learned to, you know, be outside in the barn and get sweaty and dirty. So actually cover up your toes sometimes, right? Because you don't want to yeah. play roulette with, with your toes and the horses. Hooves. You shouldn't. You shouldn't <laughs> wear flip-flops in the barn. This is true. Life I still lessons. do sometimes. But. I was going to say, flip-flops do not belong in the barn. <laughs> she is flip-flops and adventures. So she does come in the summer in her flip-flops and their cute little toes. <laughs> flip-flops belong in a barn. They just don't belong on a horseback riding adventure. True. How's true. that? So true. I don't wear them when I'm riding. This is that true. That is true. I do wear actual shoes when I'm on the horse. We try to be good equestrians. Yeah. Stella, you're sitting there kind of quiet next to your mom. You are a horse enthusiast yourself. Yes, I have two ponies. So what are your ponies' names? Pickles and Batiste. Okay, those are great names. I love riding them. So where would you come up with Pickles? Why Pickles? He actually came with the name, and I loved it. It's a great name. You cannot beat that name. Everybody loves it. We (laughs) call him Pickles the Wonder Pony. Yeah. Okay, that sounds like a kid's book. He is. It really does. He has a saddle pad that says it. Pickles to Wonder Pony. (laughs) That is so awesome. And Matisse is your other horse. Mm -hmm. So is that after the artist? Well, she came with the name, and I got used to it, and I really loved it. So, Those are two really great names. What is your favorite thing about being an equestrian? I love being with the horses and outside, and they always make me happy when I ride them. So you guys went on an amazing experience together. Tell me a little bit about that, because I've heard all the details from Leah, but I want to hear it from your point of view. Fabulous. It was wonderful. A bucket list check. 
for real. It was something I never thought I'd be able to do, and Leah made it happen. And we also had a wonderful group of people that were able to experience the same dream vacation. Uh, we went to the Spanish Riding School in Vienna um, to see the Lipizzan Stallions perform, which is the pinnacle, the creme de la creme of the trip, which was the whole goal of being there because you as a, an equestrian and as somebody that's loved Lipizzans my whole life and now devoted a little over 10 years of my life to the Lipizzan Rescue Foundation, um, this was a dream come true to see the horses that we're rescuing and saving and I'm working so hard for and the ones that I own personally, to see where they come from and their performance. That was the top. That was the upper peak of the, of the whole trip. There were a lot of happy tears shed during that trip, not just from Lauren. Um, we mm-hmm. have a picture of Jillian crying. She loved seeing the horses so much, and every time they would leave during the performance, she thought they were done and they were over, so she'd start crying, and then the horses would come back for another performance, and she'd be so happy again. So we have a picture of both of them in tears. Um, we sent one to her husband because this is him helping support her bucket list adventure. Totally. Okay. For those of us that know about a Lipizzan, it's one thing. But there are folks out there that have no clue about the Lipizzan stallion. Could you fill everyone in? Yeah, I'll give you a little bit. So it's a specific breed of horse. They originate there in Austria, hence the reason we went to Vienna and the Spanish Riding School. Um, they're a royal horse kept by the Habsburg family. They're in Austria. Um, they're basically Austria's crown jewel, their own specific breed. Fun fact, a little history. In World War II, uh, we, the United States, saved the breed, the Lipizzans. It was called Operation Cowboy, was how the United States saved the Lipizzans during World War II. General Patton was the leader of Operation Cowboy, saving the Lipizzans, bringing them to safety um, and out of harm's way because there's so, so few of them. They're actually an endangered breed of horse. Um, there's less than a thousand registered purebred Lipizzans in the United States, and globally they're endangered, um, which is why the Lipizzan Rescue Foundation uh, nonprofit, we're a 501c3, exists, where we love all horses, but we're here for the Lipizzans specifically to promote and preserve this breed that's so amazing. And the reason we have Lipizzans in the United States to begin with is because of our help in saving them during World War II. Austria gifted the United States some Lipizzans um, as a thank you. Otherwise, they were like a Fabergé egg that couldn't leave, right? So it's amazing that we have them and that they are such a beautiful gift um, and that we can, I am blessed to play a small role in the preservation of this amazing breed. And Lipizzans have special skills, right? They do. They perform what's called the airs above the ground um, maneuvers, which were royal maneuvers for actually fighting in the war and in battle. They are war horses. So some of these giant leaps that they do, they're like acrobats almost. They leap up in the air and that was to come at the troops jumping towards the troops. That's the Corbett move. There's different moves. And then they'll do a capriole where they jump up in the air and they kick back where they would jump over the troops' heads and leap and kick their legs over. It was also an intimidation move. Um, My horse is brave and strong and look at what it can do coming at you. Like That was the basis of all the airs above the ground. And these are natural movements that these horses have as foals. And not all of the foals do all of the airs. And what they do at the Spanish Riding School is kind of pick the ones that are naturally gifted for such maneuvers and cultivate those over many years of training. And that's why it's so special. But as an equestrian, knowing 
um, how long it is to train a horse in general, but then to, to have them this trained, this polished, um, the relationship and bond between the horse and the rider at the Spanish riding school is like no other. The breed themselves, just like different dog breeds are for different people. This breed of horse bonds deeply with their owner. They choose their person, we say, and that was all for war as well, to not be captured by the enemy. They're it very started, special. It started out as a skill that they used in war, but it gradually became kind of a status symbol for mm-hmm. the royals to own these horses. Absolutely. And to be able to show off what their horse could do better than someone else's, right? The, this acrobatic ballet. Hence the um, the Spanish Riding School Performance Hall, right, with its beautiful chandeliers, the crystal chandeliers. It's like a palace. Oh, it is a palace. A palace with sand. Yeah. It was amazing. It's amazing. I mean, even in the middle of the performance, if one of the horses poop, they stop everything and they have like a poop man and he comes out and scoops it so that they can continue on flawless ground. And, you know, everybody <laughs> applauds the poop guy, you know, so it's it was it was amazing. Yeah, it's really cool. And they play classical music when the horses are performing and there's chandeliers. So it's just not at all what you would imagine when you think of going to a horse show. You know, it's a very no. different kind of horse show. Totally. Okay, so question for our listeners. We went to visit the Spanish Riding School in Vienna, Austria. Could you tell us why it's called the Spanish Riding School, but it's actually in Austria? Absolutely. So the breed of horses is a Baroque breed, which is the Spanish breed. So this is why it's called the Spanish Riding School okay. in Vienna, Austria. Thank you. Yes. So how did you guys figure out this this wonderful trip? And I know there was more to the trip. I don't want to give the wrong details. Leah, explain to everybody. Yeah, so Lauren has been talking about going to the Spanish Riding School for as long as I can remember. It was a dream of hers because she loves the Lipizzan horses, and that's where their lineage is, and the amazing um, tricks and things that Lipizzans are able to do comes from this school from you know a long time ago, and they've passed it down over the generations. So she always thought about going, and but I don't think she ever really thought she was going to go. I think she just kind of thought it was something that she wished she could do someday. When she was volunteering with the Rescue Foundation, I said, well, why don't we get some of your other friends who are also totally obsessed with Lipizzans? Let's go. We can we can do a group trip, and I will even you know give back a portion of the proceeds to your Rescue Foundation. Then it finally happened last year, and it was actually Stella, can tell you, was her first plane ride, so she went on a really big adventure. How was it? It was really cool seeing all the little houses, and it was a great flight. Yes, yeah, so her very first plane mm-hmm. ride was to Austria, so she started with a big adventure. Mm-hmm. Her daddy says we've created a monster now. Oh, yeah, I want to go everywhere now. <laughs> she's got bit by the travel bug bad. Lauren, I saw you tear up. Yes, she's, you know, her and my son are my heart and soul. And um, to have her be on that dream trip with me was just icing on the cake. Um, it was a bucket list trip, and it's something I never thought I'd be able to do. And then for Leah to make it come true was just magical she put her magic fairy dust on it and it just happened it was amazing to have it specially curated towards the lipizans and then have lipizan people come was phenomenal over the top you know it just was icing on the cake but it was an amazing experience and it's something that again i thought i would never get the opportunity to do it was just a magic dream far away so it turned into this thing of like celebration of friendship my 40th birthday oh yeah we said it was our anniversary trip our, too yes. so it was like our 25 years of friendship or yes. something so we said this is our anniversary trip we deserve it we deserve an anniversary trip so we started with the spanish writing school obviously in vienna we wanted to go to performance that was the number one thing that we were going to do then when we left vienna we went to the peeber stud farm which is out in the countryside where the babies are born if you don't know lipizzaners are pretty much solid white or a little bit of light gray but when they're born they're super super solid dark as they age, they get speckled gray and turn white. So it was really fun to see 
the baby horses and then we went to the mayor's barn we went to the stud barn we got to visit all the horses and get behind the scenes and lauren one of lauren's favorite things was when we got to hang out in the mayor barn for a long time we did it was amazing and kudos to the staff for letting us stay our i think our one hour booked tour turned into two and a half almost three hours <laughs> They're, we're dragging them out of there <laughs> yes and it was so they were so kind because they recognized that we were all equestrians and the horses themselves recognized it interestingly enough mm-hmm. um these mares they're in a in a large large enclosure like a paddock um, but it's a covered paddock and they're free roaming and there are probably 15 or so mares they're four-year-old mares um, and they have a big pile of hay in the middle for them to eat and so they could come and go as they please and we were able to access them through one side and we could stand there and try to get them to come over and we were actually allowed to touch them they came over to us and one by one these mares would come and ask for love and let us pet them and groom them with our hands and whisper sweet nothings into their ears and blow into their nose and soak in all of that love into your heart and soul and the tour guide was so amazed that these mares recognized us as horse people that he he was quite dumbfounded and let us stay and i think it gave another level to his experience and that he was so proud that the horses recognized us and how we recognized how amazing they are as well um so we were all having an experience together and it was (laughs) beyond beautiful it really was we have all the pictures and everything and it yeah. was it was fabulous he said that that isn't typically what the, they do typically the horses just ignore people when they come because they have plenty of space to not come over and you can't reach them so he said normally they just kind of ignore you and go about their business and eat their hay but he was fascinated to watch how the horses just kept choosing to come over and interact with the groups so that was really special and hang out they hung out with us they didn't leave you know they were probably like you know another group of people coming through i'm just gonna walk over here by my hay but no they came they left their hay pile which speaks volumes um, for a horse to leave its food to come over and not only greet us but stay and we had half of them over there at the fence line and all of us were loving on them it was amazing that is special it was a treasure it's a real treasure Mm -hmm. Stella how was that for you I never thought I would be there and it was just amazing Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I just want to go back. I want to move there. <laughs> Do you? Is that on your bucket list? Yes. That's a good dream tell, to have. Tell us what happened when you got home and your daddy asked what you wanted for your half birthday present. I wanted a plane ticket and a lot more euros and so I can buy a Lipizzan. <laughs> yeah, she told her dad. He said, you know, he's thinking she's going to want like a Barbie or a regular present. And she said, he said, what do you want for your half birthday? And she said... I would like a plane ticket back to Austria and 500 euro, please. And he was like, oh, Lord. Because <laughs> I wanted to buy a Lipizzan Salian. Well, you know what you want. What mm-hmm. is he created? Yes. I love it, though. I said, oh, she's a child after my own heart. I love this wanderlust that we've inspired in Stella. So I can't. I'm just dying to take her and show her more places now. Yes. You know how you make a wish come true? How? You think it in your head. You say it out loud. It's an intention. You just did it. You said, hey, I want a plane ticket, and I want that 500 euros. It worked for your mama. It will come back to you. I have a feeling it really will. I'm going to keep on asking him until it happens. (laughs) (laughs) Throw it out to the universe. It's always a good thing to do. I love it. So I know you two have kind of a funny story. You want to tell the story? 
We do. We definitely should let Lauren tell the story of when we went to Lake Bled. We planned kind of a spa relaxing end to the trip, but she found another adventure for herself. So I want her to tell us about her adventure. We had left this cute little cafe for lunch and we saw a poster on, on a random wall um, in the street. And it was it said that there was a horseback ride through the Alps, a guided horseback ride. And we asked our tour guide there, um, is this for real? Like, this could be amazing. Is this for real? And she called the number spoke her German to the others and we booked this tour and it was kind of crazy when you think about it looking back but we were so excited we didn't stop she goes yes these guys will be here it's at four o'clock at your hotel and they're going to pick you up and they'll drive you to the riding facility and you're going to go on a, a ride you know uh, through the Alps I'm like is this is this really happening so four o'clock we're standing outside two cars roll up we get in we're driving. We don't know these guys. They don't speak much English. We don't speak any German. <laughs> and it's Stella and myself and two other of my equestrian friends. And we're following each other, going into a smaller town, going into the Alps, going into the Alps, thinking, we can't wait. We can't wait. Again, hindsight, I'm going, was that the smartest thing? But this is a little tiny adventure on the side. This is how <laughs> this works. Um, but it was all for the horses, right? You can't stop an equestrian. So we get there, and he has all these horses tied up. And we get to pick which ones we want to ride. We get on and they start taking us through the town. We're riding in a line, you know, the trail ride style, right? Nose to tail through the town, clippity-clop, cars passing by, looking around, taking videos. Beautiful, quaint little town at the base of the Alps. We start climbing up higher and higher. Oh my goodness, <laughs> it was a climb. It was, I was winded from my horse, but it was an amazing experience. Up and up and up you go and picturesque views everywhere. Lots of switchbacks, you said. Lots of switchbacks. They had Stella on her own horse. She yeah. was. Wow. She was doing great. She got the older guy that had had Named a little... Charlie. Charlie, who had had a little injury in the past, so he had a, a little hitch in his giddy-up, so he was a little yeah. bit slower. So I felt he was safer. <laughs> and we had the guide in front and the guide in the back as a caboose, and we went all the way through these mountains. It was amazing. It was, wasn't it? And then we had a stopping point. Um, it was This was about a two-hour ride. So halfway through, we stop on our way, just starting to trek back down. A hole in the wall. He tells us to dismount, which was awesome. And he said we could have a bathroom break, um, which we all needed at that point because he um, strategically had given all of us some apricot schnapps right before. I wish he would have given my horse some. Um, but he had given <laughs> my horse was a little extra. But we had a fabulous time. Uh, so we had to have a potty break. So we went to the bathroom and we stop at this location and he... Um, it was a cafe that had closed for the day. This older gentleman is sitting on the front porch with his dog. Uh, super cute. And again, slightly like, what are we doing here? There's in the middle of nowhere in the woods. <laughs> middle of nowhere in the woods. In Slovenia. Because that's where we are. And so uh, we see this big cage. And the, I'm like, what's going on? I see donkeys. I see geese. I see um, some ducks. Um, what is in this cage? Oh, he goes, oh, that's the bear. The bear. Really? So I'm looking. Oh my gosh, there was a giant brown bear, huge, like Kodiak style, big brown bear in the cage as the town pet because its mother had unfortunately been killed. And so this cub, they had raised it. And this gentleman just had a giant cage for the bear and right next to this little cafe where we could take our bathroom break and get back on our horses and trek back down the hill. It was an experience to end all experiences. It was Amazing! It was. I did not expect that. Absolutely, and I have pictures to prove that I'm not a Looney Tune. <laughs> I know. She knows. I know this because in Prague and uh, Chesky Kumlov and in Slovenia, it is a thing to have bears as pets. Mm -hmm. Totally. And it sounds insane, but they the bears are very happy. 
They are. And the reason that she had her cage is because she got so big. And the the cage was not for her, but for the um, adults that had had too much to drink. So they wouldn't mess with her. Because they had had problems where people had gone in the cage. A guy walked in and the bear attacked her. Yeah. Him. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Really? Yeah. That's what they told us. He thought she was so nice, like a little puppy dog. Oh. And he had some courage and went in there and... Probably some liquid courage. Exactly. <laughs> and so the cage was to keep the people out, not the bear. <laughs> Humans yeah. are sometimes kind of not smart. It was going to be nice. <laughs> it, was, it was definitely interesting. And then here we go, traipsing across, you know, getting in cars with <laughs> random Germans. <laughs> <laughs> to oh go on a ride. It was great. It was great. They came back to the hotel. I met them when they were coming back in. And, like, it was it was like a bunch of little kids coming in from school or something. Because all four of them are talking at once. And they're like, yeah, in the middle of the mountains, we stopped. There's this guy. And there's a bear. And I was like, I did not expect that when you guys got back from your trip. Don't worry. <laughs> it was safe. It was on our potty break. And it was caged. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> and something you'll never forget. Never. No, never. Sure forget. It was absolutely a dream come true, wasn't it? Yes. It was amazing. And like I said, the scenery, I mean, you're there on Lake Blood and you're up in the Alps and you, it doesn't get any better. Y'all are cool. Thank you for coming <laughs> in. We really enjoyed this today. Leah always has good guests. So Stella, do you want to tell us what was your favorite? It doesn't have to be from my trip, just your favorite adventure you've ever had. Where would it be? Back to Austria. It was just so mind-blowing. Yeah. What about you, Lauren? What was your favorite adventure any any time ever that you've had? Hands down, the trip to Austria, because it was such a bucket list check. A super big win with icing on the top as having my friends and family there. It was a dream come true, 100%. That was my absolute favorite thing. I'm glad. Where's your next place that you want to go? Like anywhere in the world, if you could pick a bucket list destination, what's your new, new top number one on your list? Surprise. I can't wait to go back. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait to go back. I mean, there's something the Alps called to me. It was, it was. I'm not done with the Lipizzans, and it's something we might have to work on in the future for round two. Yes, hopefully we'll take another give back tour in 2024. Well, maybe you could take people that don't know that culture that you know and help them experience the beauty that you saw. Absolutely, wouldn't that be wonderful? Yeah, it would be amazing. It's it the really gift would. that keeps giving. <laughs> it really is. Today was a great show. Amazing. Loved it. Thanks for being here, y'all. Thanks for being here, y'all. Happy adventuring. Thanks for being part of the flip-flop experience. Make sure to subscribe and follow on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Flip Flops and Adventures.